guys. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Glitter Cast. This is the Sagittarius season episode, the Taroscope Astrology Mumbo Jumbo. I shouldn't call my own work Mumbo Jumbo. Like, it's not really like a credit to myself. This is the best podcast episode you'll ever listen to. So before I get into Sagittarius season and the astrology of everything, I'm sorry if my voice sounds kind of nasally. I um, went to the doctor and he cut off my nose and put on a different one because I got a nose job. So I'm just going to like keep skating through. That's why my, that's why my voice is weird. Um, I have had so much going on. Like I, I changed my face a little bit. Um, I got a bunch of new writing gigs. And so that's kind of why I fell off the podcast. I also had like my birthday week. So I took some time off, cut off my, cut off my face, got a bunch of writing work. And now here I am doing the Sagittarius season episode. And I am going to say that it's probably going to be a little while before I start churning out interviews again, because I'm writing five different horoscope columns pretty much every month. Um, plus like other smaller pieces. So I'm writing full-time at this point and I'm still trying to make room for readings and I do want to be creating content, but next year I kind of want to change up the way I'm doing things. And so I might be looking at different platforms. And so I just don't know exactly what my passion project is going to be looking like right now. But I will say that like Capricorn season, Aquarius season, Pisces, like whenever the sun changes signs, I'm at least going to hop on and do my astrology episodes. Uh, In other news, you know, I'm moving to Portland. You guys may have seen on my Instagram account. And I just want to say, so like this is kind of what I was like, you know, like in the past couple of months, I've been like, I have some exciting news, but I can't share it until everything is settled. And that was the news I was referring to. Um, But it just, I'm moving on December 7th. Um, But what was interesting about this most recent eclipse, so we just had that lunar eclipse in Taurus for for the Taurus full moon. And on that day, we closed on our house in Portland. So we bought a house in Portland and uh, my boyfriend flew up there and he got the keys on the same day as the lunar eclipse. But So the eclipses are supposed to have this like crazy life changing, life shifting effect on you, you know, because it's like the moon and the sun are aligning with the nodes of fate, which is basically like your destiny. So it felt really crazy that that happened, especially because um, that basically took place in my natal fourth house because my fourth house is ruled by Torah's. And Torah's, um, I'm sorry, the fourth house is the house that rules where you live and your home. And so it's crazy that like I literally got the keys to my new home on the day of a lunar eclipse that was activating my fourth house. Ladies and gentlemen, astrology is real as shit. Um, We have another eclipse coming up and that's part of my Sagittarius season spiel. I'm trying to like, I'm like, did I, did I break all the news? Did I just throw up enough information at you guys? I have so much going on right now that my meditation sessions are cerebral where like, I just have such a chatty brain. And if it's any indication of where I'm at today, I just drank a cup of coffee at like 4.30. It's 5 p.m. now, but I have a I have a punishing deadline right now. And tomorrow's my last day at the crooked shot at the crooked path and got a bunch of readings. Now I'm now I'm really just like, you guys, I'm so busy. Let me have a mini freak out on you. No, we're gonna get to it. We're gonna get to Sagittarius season. The sun just officially entered Sagittarius season on the 21st. And what I want to say about that is um you know, Sagittarius season, because Sagittarius is ruled by Jupiter, it's very much this like expansive, you know, where you put your energy is where things grow. And it is a, you know, it is considered a lucky time of year. Sagittarius is considered one of the luckiest signs. So it's also like you're going to be getting opportunities around your goals, but you have to still like create opportunity for yourself. Uh, Generally, it's supposed to be a very optimistic time. I think it's very fitting that Sagittarius season kind of kicks off like the holiday season with Thanksgiving coming up and then, you know, the ball just keeps rolling from there. 
So it is a celebratory mood or mood over the next month. Um, it's also worth notating that it's a philosophical sign. So looking out for messages from the universe, doing your best to connect with the universe. Generosity is really big during Sagittarius season. And it's kind of like this situation, like the more you give, the more you get in return. Um, so I just wanted to kind of put that out there that that's like some of the themes of Sagittarius season. Um Check which house is ruled by Sagittarius in your natal chart. And you'll kind of see, you know, where you're going to experience this luck and this growth the most. But obviously, like, that's going to be affected every single day as the sun changes a degree and moves through the sign. So we have a new moon on the third, which is also going to be a solar eclipse. And I just want to kind of pull up that chart really quick. So this is going to be at 12 degrees in Sagittarius. And so you'll want to look for anything within five degrees of 12 degrees. So what would that be like seven and 17 degrees? Any planets between seven and 17 degrees in your natal chart will give you an indication on how this new moon solar eclipse is going to be hitting your chart. Um we have a conjunction with Mercury, the planet of communication. So this is a really good time to use your voice, to advocate for yourself. Think about, you know, how you want your voice to be used, what your message is, what your platform is. So kind of like podcasting is my platform for now. You know, that's like I might see growth there, but I'm actually, you know what? I'm going to dip out you guys for Sagittarius season. So that's not where I'm putting my energy to see growth. But to give an example, that's, you know, what I'm trying to say I like I feel like I'm talking and I'm like maybe I'm making sense so sorry I am such a mess right now I wanted to talk about as well we have the new moon forming an unbalanced aspect to Uranus which is sort of like the wild card in the zodiac so look out for the unexpected be on guard you know roll with the you know go with the flow because it's kind of hard to control anything when you're honest is at play because it's just chaos but if you happen to be someone who thrives in chaos that's good for you we have a nice little uh sextile aspect between mars and venus and pluto so this is a really good time to deepen any bonds any relationship bonds it's also sort of like you know when we're just looking at this from like a sense of self aspect this is one of those situations where it's like the more you release that's not holding you back the more motivated you feel to grow your future in a way that you want to and so it's kind of like the more you shed the more you gain when it comes to your personal evolution so you know, your motivation will get a boost every time you cut off a situation that's not serving you anymore. So it's a good time to like break some bad habits, cut off some bad people, all that sort of thing. We do also have some energy coming in through Neptune. So you should be feeling pretty inspired. It's just about the follow through when it comes to, you know, putting some weight behind what it is that's making you inspired so you can manifest some cool shit for yourself. All right. So December 10th through the 13th, this was just a little aspect that I wanted to make note of because Venus, which is the planet of love and money, will be in an exact conjunction with Pluto. So the planets are going to be, you know, holding hands. They're both going to be at 25 degrees in Capricorn. And you'll want to pay attention to what's going on in your relationships, your finances, and your career because there's, there's just, there's a lesson there somewhere. And the reason I say that is like, you really want to pay attention to what's going on in these days because whatever themes you encounter between the 10th and the 13th, you're going to get hit with again. And the reason is because Venus is going to be going retrograde. Venus goes retrograde on the 18th. And so it's going to back up, hit that, you know, hit Pluto again. So at 25 degrees, and then it's going to, again, start moving forward. And so it's, you know, this aspect is happening three times. So you really want to pay attention to what is happening. What lessons can you learn? With Pluto there, it's about transformation. So it could be like changing the way you approach your career, changing the way you approach your finances, a breakup, a marriage. You know, this is about really big shifts and changes in your dynamic with matters of the heart and money because Venus is love and money as well. 
December 13th, Mars, the action planet, enters Sagittarius and Mercury enters Capricorn. So if I'm going to start with Mars, I'm going to say that with Mars entering Sagittarius, this is sort of like you feel like you can do anything and your stamina will be pretty endless. And so this is definitely like where you push. You put some real big pushes behind your goals You know, if you were someone who was like, okay, I want to start a YouTube channel, this would be the time where you're like, I'm going into production and I'm going to make some shit happen while Mars is journeying through Sagittarius. So there's a lot of inspiration. There's a lot of opportunity for creativity. There's a lot of lust. There's a lot of passion. So fireworks in the bedroom as well. Enjoy that. You just have to be okay with putting your boundaries down because Venus is going to be, well, is in Capricorn. So uh, just with Venus going through Capricorn, and I talked about this in the last uh, episode for Scorpio season, Venus in Capricorn is about, you know, navigating your boundaries and relationships and that's knowing when to put down and when to put up walls. So while Mars is in Sagittarius, if you bring down those walls, you can have some really super fun, sexy time. (laughs) Um, Okay. Uh, Mercury entering Capricorn. This is a situation where like you kind of want to just be really black and white about what it is that you're saying. You know, people aren't going to respond well to beating around the bush. You're not going to have the patience for people to be beating around the bush. Now with Mercury being in Capricorn, Capricorn is an energy that likes things to be really clean, really neat, really structured. This is where it's like you want to make sure that you're articulating yourself in a way that's really, it doesn't necessarily have to be refined, but kind of, you know, like you just want to make sure you're being really direct, Uh, not necessarily like in a way that could be construed as harsh or bossy or anything like that, but it will change, I think, the way that you talk and the way that you think. And now I do think that Mercury does have an effect on our psychic abilities just because it is a planet of communication. And with Capricorn being such a, you know, boundary loving, structure loving sign, it will be, I believe, important that you are sticking to a pretty consistent and pretty strict divination, meditation, or spiritual practice, whether that's just lighting a candle and taking a few deep breaths before you get, you know, or while you're getting ready for the day, lighting a candle, uh, having a meditation session, doing a daily tarot pool, whatever that looks like. You just want to really make sure you're staying on top of it because the messages might not come through on their own because, you know, you have to like ask permission for the wall to come down if it's Capricorn energy. So it's like, you have to make sure that you're inviting in messages, that you're putting your wall down, that you're letting the other side know that you're open to messages. And then that should, you know, that should help you kind of navigate this on a psychic level. Now it's not going to affect everyone like that. People might still get weird random downloads and you know, everyone's going to be different how this energy hits, but that could be one of the ways in which it does. All right. Um, December 18th, we've got a lot going on. We have, uh, first of all, I want to talk about the Gemini full moon. And this full moon is at 27 degrees. So you're going to want to keep your eye out for like 22 degrees to 29 degrees when it comes to any planets that this is going to hit. Um, I don't know why my hip just started hurting really bad. I don't know if someone listening is having like hip issues or something. Just stretch it out. Don't make me, don't make me feel your pain. This is like psychic life. Okay. All right. Where was I? Sorry. Okay. The full moon, Gemini full moon. We're still on track. Uh, So this uh, full moon is going to be forming an unbalanced aspect to Venus and Pluto, who are conjunct, but not at an exact degree. Basically, all that means is like, if you're not taking care of yourself, if you're still holding on to something that you know you need to shed, it's going to throw you off your balance. It's going to throw you off your game. And it's going to be in a really obvious way because full moons amplify things. You want to pay attention to like miscommunications, pay attention to how you're resolving issues within your relationships, whether they be romantic or platonic, Uh, because if you're being unfair or if the person that you're talking to is being unfair or you guys aren't able to hear each other, it's going to really kind of fuck things up. So, um, you know, we have Jupiter kind of throwing some action into this full moon as well. And while Jupiter is a very lucky, very auspicious, very gentle planet, it also makes everything bigger. And some, I mean, some astrologers think that, you know, Jupiter can't make things worse because everything it does, you know, is good. But I kind of think that 
Jupiter can make things worse because it makes things bigger. And so if there's a problem, it can expand the problem. And maybe that's a good thing because then you really have to address like what the root of the situation is and then decide if it can be repaired or it needs to be left. But I'm just saying Jupiter's in there. So, you know, if you're walking a higher path or if you are at least working towards growth, I think you'll continue to grow. But if you're not learning your lessons and you're just having the same argument over and over again, this is where you might hit a wall where you're just like, okay, I can't, I can't uh, do this anymore, whatever it is. Um, watch out for cerebral energy on that day too, because the moon is in Gemini. Anytime the moon's in Gemini, I have the hardest time sleeping. Um, and I just feel like full moons make things that much worse. So on the night of the full moon, I would make sure that you like get a workout in. So you're nice and tired later in the night cut off your caffeine intake fairly early, take some CBD, put on your lavender oil, whatever it is that you need to do just because you might get chatty brain towards nighttime. Okay, so on the 18th, we also have Venus going retrograde. Um, and Venus going retrograde can mean a lot of things. You know, it is during the holiday season and, you know, in terms of like the money aspect of things, you may just see like your savings or your bank account go down a little bit. Well, that's natural because we're, buying presents for people, but also like, don't be overly generous with people. You, you know, you can show your love in a lot of ways. It doesn't necessarily have to be through extravagant gifts and yeah, it's fun and nice to do things for people, but it's also not fun and nice to be stressed out about money for the, you know, until your paycheck after Christmas hits. So don't do that to yourself. Um, okay. I also wanted to talk about Venus going retrograde, you know, like Mercury retrograde, X's can come back into the picture. That's true with Venus retrograde as well. Um, you know, don't be hard on yourself when it comes to aesthetics or what, you you know, just like your clothes or how you look or whatever. Don't be hard on yourself because you're probably just feeling the effects of the planet and it's not like based in, you know, anything that anyone else can see. You're just being hard on yourself. Uh, Venus retrograde can be a good thing because it helps you go deeper. So you can go deeper within your relationships. You know, I guess Venus being retrograde might not be an ideal time to meet someone or to like seek out romance, but that doesn't mean it can't work. So don't let this be like, oh my God, I can't date. Like you can, it just, maybe it'll suck, but that's true any time of the year, even without the astrological component. So just be on guard. That's all I would say about it. And then also too, with Venus being retrograde in Capricorn, are you making it hard for people to get to know you? You know, um, and then with the financial aspect of things too, like go through your bank account, see if there are any streaming services. I think I've said this before, and I think it's just good advice, you know, once every couple of months, I would do it, you know, in December, but going through your bank account, seeing if there are any Patreon accounts or, you know, not that I want you to like cut off your Patreon account contributions, but you know, if you're not benefiting from it anymore and you got to like tighten your purse strings, then do it or streaming services or apps that have a fee. Um, just, you know, pay attention to all that stuff and cut off any, any monthly payments that aren't really, you know, you're not using them anymore. Okay. Um, we're also going to start to feel the tension growing between Saturn and Uranus. So they're going to be squaring each other, uh, on the 23rd, but we're starting to feel that buildup already. And, you know, when we're looking at this square between Saturn and Uranus, this has kind of been like the major player when it comes to astrological aspects to watch, because this is going to be the third time it's happened. And when we're looking at Saturn, this is our structures. When we're looking at Uranus, you know, it's shaking things up, mixing things up. And I think that this has been a lot of our political turmoil throughout the year that started at the beginning of the year. We saw some again in the spring and now we're going to be seeing it again towards the end of the year. Um, I think it's going to be tense. I think it's going to give us kind of a peek into where politics are heading. When we had... Saturn in retrograde uh, cross over this aspect again. So that the reason we're having it three times is because Saturn was retrograde. So it went over it, it retrograded over it, and now it's going back over it. Um, I'm pretty sure when it was going retrograde, that's when Texas started to initiate all of these, you know, ab abortion bans and all of these states are trying to, you know, pass voter suppression laws and a lot of them are succeeding. And 
I think about Saturn going retrograde and it's like we're moving backwards politically. So I am hoping that now that Saturn is hitting Uranus and it's direct, um, it could be an indication of things moving forward in a good way, but also uh, Uranus is (laughs) in retrograde. So I just don't really know what's going to happen. It's going to be unexpected. And that doesn't necessarily have to be on the 23rd. That's when the aspect is exact, but it could be in the days leading up to and the days after. Um, We have the sun entering Capricorn on the 21st as well, which is going to be marking the winter solstice. So, and then I'll be back for, I'll be back for a Capricorn season episode and to manically complain about how busy I am for five minutes at the beginning of the episode. Because I know everyone loves to hear someone manically complain about all the shit that's going on. Um, you know what else, what else is crazy? If I just wanted to like hop back to that for a second. But so like I closed on my house during that eclipse, which was in Taurus, which is in my fourth house. But then I also got all of this work around the eclipse. And like while the sun is in Scorpio and I have Scorpio in my 10th house, which is the house of career. Oh, and the sun, that eclipse was at, I think, 27 degrees. And I have my Venus at 29 degrees in Scorpio. And I'm moving with my boyfriend. So I was like, <laughs> this is just like my crazy astrology mind being like, ping, ping, ping. This is all the ways that I got hit by this eclipse. I would love to hear, you know, if you guys are like paying attention to your own charts and looking at how you're being hit and drawing parallels within your own life, I would love to hear... Um, some of your guys' story around that. Ooh, Aries, I just like, I'm sorry, I just drew your cards in the first two suck. Okay, it's not that bad. Um, you'll understand why in a second. So I pulled the hanged man, the tower, the nine of cups, and the knight of swords. And when I, you know, was pulling them over one at a time, I was like, oh my God, the hanged man. Oh my God, the tower. Uh, because that's just sort of like, you feel like you're standing still with the hanged man. You don't know how to move forward. You don't know which way to go. But then we have the tower and that's kind of like putting a stick of dynamite on that situation. You know, you're going to be forced to change or you're at least finally going to force yourself to change. Um, But then we have the nine of cups and it's like, oh, good. This change needed to happen. This is a good shift for you. You're letting go of something in a good way. Whatever it is that's going from your life right now, it needs to go. Your crowning card with the Knight of Swords is this sort of like, which is interesting because that's the card that I drew today for my daily pool on um, Instagram. But with the Knight of Swords, this is definitely a situation where like you need to trust that you are smart and that you know how to take care of yourself and that you can navigate whatever it is that life throws at you. So, you know, it might feel slow now. You might feel like things aren't moving, but you're about to get hit with a change whether you like it or not, but it's going to be a good change. And I'm like, I wonder if that will happen during the solar eclipse when everything gets all crazy. Um, Also, just like an eclipse safety tip, try not to do anything crazy during an eclipse. Try not to make any like really big decisions. I know I like closed on my house during an eclipse, but I didn't make the decision to move on an eclipse. Although, you know, I don't know. I feel like I could say like, don't do something because it's thought of as bad, but really you have to make your own decisions and you might make a really good impulsive decision. Who knows? Okay. I am switching over to Taurus now. I have the two of coins, the five of swords, the wheel of fortune and the five of cups. So I just want to think about this for a second because I mean, the two of coins on its own is it's sort of like Juggling responsibilities, juggling your financial situation, sharing financial burden with someone else or, you know, financial gain with someone else. And then the five of swords, like that's kind of like forgetfulness or um, things not working out the way you wanted them to. It's like almost like someone ghosts you in a lot of ways Um, or like you just like your thoughts are feeling unorganized. And then I have the wheel of fortune. So I'm wondering if there's going to be like like there's a financial confusion or a financial a uh, problem or you're breaking off a partnership with someone that has financial ties to it. I'm not quite sure. It's good because it's going to be different for everyone. Like it's really hard to narrow down specifics for a collective reading. Um, but with the wheel of fortune here, I will say like across the board, Tauruses are going to be finding solutions to their problems. 
Um, you could have like maybe some money come up that you forgot about that five of swords is forgetfulness. So maybe you'll find some money. Um, the crowning card is the five of cups, which could be an emotional loss, um, of some sort, or just feeling like maybe someone took from you emotionally. But again, I think it's okay. I, I, it might not feel okay, but I think in the long run, it's okay. It's just one of those situations where like, Sometimes the universe kicks our ass so that like we see how poisonous something we're holding on to is. Not that you're holding on to something poisonous. I'm just saying like that was just like a colorful explanation, like a dramatic explanation. <laughs> like it could be that you, I don't know, lose a bracelet and then you find it or something with that wheel of fortune. Okay. Gemini. Oh, okay. So I have the sun, the two of coins, the hermit, and the king of coins. I'm like, someone's going to go into business as a silent partner. No. Um, I mean, when we have the sun, we're going to be seeing joy. We're going to be seeing gratitude. Um, with the two of coins, I'm almost wondering if this is a situation where you like want to set up like a grab bag situation for your holiday gift exchanges, or even just like check in with people like, Hey, do you want to do gifts today or not? Um, feel like it's okay to opt out of like certain, uh, present exchanges, but also feel like it's okay to like opt out of certain holiday celebrations that you don't want to necessarily be a part of. Because with the hermit here, it's sort of like, (sighs) you just want quiet time. You just like, and this could be also like things that used to be important to you aren't important anymore. And so you're not investing your time, your energy or your presence into them. And I think that's okay. The crowning card here is the king of coins. So we are seeing a harvest. We are seeing a manifestation of sorts, but I also really am just feeling this quiet energy for Gemini's right now where it's kind of like, let's just, let's just go quietly into the end of the year and handle what absolutely must get handled if you have to like hustle and work hard to get all of your stuff done and taken care of before whatever holiday it is that you celebrate or just till the end of the year nears, if you don't follow any, you know, celebrations, just make sure you've got, oh, if you can do a week, great. If you can do longer, amazing. If you can only do a day or half a day, whatever it is you can pull off, quiet. Quiet, relaxing time where no one talks to you and you just lay in the bath for hours like like that. Go take a nature walk by yourself. You just need to like, ooh, you need to shake off all these crazy ass people from your aura for the new year. Like all the crap that you collected that you didn't quite shake, we're going to shake it off so that you can be like a brand new little baby in the new year. Okay, so that was just Gemini. Now we're going to do cancer. You know, the moon's in cancer right now. And I feel like that's another reason why I feel like I was like kind of losing it at the beginning of this episode where I'm like, ah, let me just throw up a bunch of information at you. And then we'll talk astrology because cancer moons make people really sensitive. Um, And it just feels like it's hard to, I think it's like hard to keep other people's energy out. Like there are definitely some people's energy that was like, just present in my face throughout the day. And I mean, part of it was like, you know, of course that's always true about my boyfriend and we've, you know, he's out taking care of some business with their new house, but it's also just like friends and people just like people's energy just pops in when the moon is in cancer. And it's just like, I got shit to do. I can't, I can't have this right now. Come visit me in a dream when I'm resting. We could talk then. Um, This is what it's like to be friends with me. I'm like, you cannot psychically contact me when I'm busy, but I am available in the dream world if you would like to set up an appointment. Okay, so Cancer, we have the Ten of Wands, the Nine of Cups, Death, and the Lovers. So, I mean, I feel like this could be good if you're in a relationship and you've been having like, I don't know, like a bad pattern, an argument that needs to finally get squashed or just like a behavioral pattern that needs to get changed. Like I actually feel like there's an opportunity to shift within romantic relationships and sort of like refresh and renew and reinvent your love. 
But I also think this is really good for self-care, um, especially if we're looking at like single cancers or cancers who just want to kind of like be self-oriented right now, which I feel like is rare for cancers to feel inspired to do. So even if you're in a relationship, if you feel like self-orienting, self-orient cancers, y'all need to like take care of yourself just as much as you take care of other people. So like with the 10 of wands, I feel like this is just like something's burning down. And then we have the death like in that same row. So I feel like definitely there's just like, you're kind of have reached your brink of shit that you're willing to put up with, whether it's like crazy family BS or super long hours at work or like ex drama or whatever it is. Like it's almost like you're deciding that even if you can't control what that situation is, you can control your reaction to it and how you let it affect you. So I feel like cancers are actually doing a lot of work right now when it comes to their personal disposition, where they're able to block stuff that would normally put them in either a cerebral place or a stressed out place or an exhausted place. It's just sort of like you're really learning how to set good boundaries so you can preserve your energy. And then with the lover's card here, I think that this is just an indication of all of the space that you're freeing up to bring in more good stuff. I also had the high priestess just fall out of my deck. So I would say that it's a really um, special time for cancers intuitively right now. And I feel like there's almost a quiet, just deep understanding and connection with the universe. So y'all have some really lit third eyes right now. Enjoy it and embrace the peace. Enjoy the peace. Okay, Leo's. I mean, Leo's, you guys are doing well because it's Sagittarius season and they're they're a fellow, you know, fire sign. Um, I'm going to say, like, make sure that you are taking care of your throat and your lungs as the like as the season changes and it gets colder. I just I don't want you to get like a raspy voice or an itchy throat or anything like that so do like the tea and the honey and whatever it is that makes you feel cozy I think that it's just like important for Leo's to be changing with the season and kind of like adapting what it is that you consume accordingly so a very like very um very tight into the earth realms and the seasonal realms right now Leo I have the eight of cups the queen of cups the six of wands and the well. So I think there's a lot of like, I'm like, basically Leo's, you're going to be winning right now because the eight of cups is about like exerting your authority and there can be power struggles. And it, you know, this might be a power struggle in your relationship that you've gone toe to toe with your partner over or a family member, or even like your boss or getting your own way within a situation. And it's kind of like, you're going to get your way. So whatever that looks like for you, you're going to get your way. And you know what? You can get your way. Don't feel bad about like pulling out the stops to get your way right now. Sometimes it's okay to just do whatever it takes to get your way. Um, with the well as your crowning card, this is very much like, and I don't think you're going to abuse this power. I'm like, you can get whatever you want right now, Leos. I don't think you're going to abuse this power because you're not, you have a big full heart. You're not a mean spirited person. You know, lions are very warm. Leo rules the heart. So even though you guys have ego reputations, you're fierce, fierce lovers, fierce, fierce in your heart. So, um, with the well here, I think this is just sort of like ask for whatever you want, if you really want it and your heart is good and it's true. Like, like believe in yourself, believe in the impossible, believe that like serious change can happen, especially in the new year. I feel like spirit is working really, really closely with Leo. So make sure you're lighting candles, make sure you're setting aside time and space or that connection with the universe to thrive because I think that there's huge potential for manifestation but you know the universe can create opportunities for us or we can ask the universe to create opportunities for us but what it really comes down to is how good of a dynamic you have with the other side and that dynamic and that strength grows through meditation through being aware of when the universe is being is present in your life so that you can really just make the most of, you know, whatever, whatever this weird simulation that we're all in. <laughs> so you can make the most of that. Okay, Virgo, I did not forget you this time. I felt so bad when I did the Scorpio season episodes and I forgot you guys. Okay, Virgos, you guys are feeling playful. Like 
like there's a lot of giggling happening in your life right now and I just pulled the devil so that's funny Virgos are up to some mischief right now why are you what are you having so much fun about Virgo you guys are being bad or something I don't know but I like it I like it have some fun um, with the devil card, just make sure that you aren't being self-destructive with your distractions. Like, I think it's good that you're going out and doing things and kind of breaking out of your normal routine, um, which is very, <laughs> that, that like is the devil for a Virgo who loves routine and structures, but break out of your routine, have some fun. The eight of coins is like, yeah, you still have a shit ton of work ahead of you. But like, when are you not going to have a shit ton of work ahead of you? You guys are always striving to be better, striving to, you know, improve your situation, your work, your profession, bending over backwards to just keep things running. And it's okay if you get a little bit messy right now, especially with this five of wands. And it's also okay to break patterns and break habits, especially if they're not working for you anymore. I have the death card here. And so what I really think this is about Virgo is like, how can you mix up your your daily rituals and your lifestyle choices. So I think that Virgos are like on the precipice of change. It doesn't have to be huge. It could even just be like, well, now I'm going to start taking walks in the morning. Um, but like whatever that looks like for you, like mix mix things up because it's getting a little, um, it's getting a little bit too boring and your, your soul is itching for change. And also like have fun and don't be afraid to be a little bit naughty, whatever that looks like for you. For like, for some people, it's like, I'm going to snort some Coke. And for other people, it's like, I'm going to have ice cream when it's not dessert night. Like, whatever, I don't care. <laughs> okay. Libras. I feel like Libras are like, I just want to be on holiday break so I can sleep in. Like Libras are just fantasizing about what they're going to do with their time off. Okay, so I have this star, the Eight of Wands, the Five of Cups, and the Ace of Swords. So with the star, this is sort of like, I feel like something that you have been wishing for or thought you were wishing for has like started to come in or manifest for you. And then you're like, oh, I don't know if this is like really what I want just because of the Five of Cups or like this wasn't exactly what I wanted. Um, but with the Ace of Swords, this is like, you're going to be able to make it what you wanted it to be and you're going to be able to sort of like take on new challenges and start a new you're going to be starting a new chapter and it could be like educational or it could be the way that you communicate yourself or it could even be within work but there is going to be like a fresh perspective when it comes to like how your brain is operating and functioning and for a lot of like a lot of the times that just looks like there's new work or there's something new that you're learning about or you're taking in new information so like a little bit of a mental refresher which is nice um I just want to pull. Um, with the five of coins, I think that, you know, because I just pulled a clarifier and I got the, or sorry, for the five of cups, I just pulled a clarifier because I wanted more details about that. And I pulled the king of coins. So what I feel like this five of cups could be is just that, like, it's important that you're touching base with your gratitude right now because it could be making you feel a little bit closed off emotionally. You, you might feel closed off right now. And I think that, you know, part of that sometimes happens just this time of year when everyone's really busy. Um, but it's important to hang on to your gratitude, uh, tap into the beauty that surrounds you, do some grounding meditations, and that'll help sort of like level, level things out for you. Scorpio. I had to grab my deck. It was all the way across this table. Okay. I'm like, Scorpios are also wondering when they're going to get to sleep in. <laughs> okay. I have, ooh, the devil, the ace of coins, death, and the two of swords. So with the devil, I definitely think this is a situation where like, it's good to have fun, but also like make sure you're not having too much fun um, have a healthy amount of fun. If you're not having enough fun, you need to make sure you're having fun. If you're having fun, you need to make sure you're not having too much fun. This is also like, how are you holding yourself back with the ace of coins here? I don't love how these two cards look together. So it's like, if you mismanage your money this time of year, because you're trying to like buy presents for other people, I know I already gave this cautionary tale to one of the other signs, but like check your holiday spending. 
make people presents. If you just like want to gift people things, but you don't necessarily want to spend a lot of money, make, make a bunch of candles for people, buy some, I mean, candles wise can be expensive, but you know, figure out what this looks like for you. Um, with the death card here, this is just like you're shedding, you're shedding dead weight. Now with the two of swords, it could be that you're catching yourself up when it comes to just sort of like going with the changes that are happening around you right now. And you might be a little bit too in your head about like, what if this happens? Or what if this happens? And what if this happens? Or you might be letting other people get into your head, second guessing your decisions. Um, it's okay to weigh your options, but don't let it paralyze you. Um, if you have to, you know, you have to transform, you have to evolve. And if you're getting caught up in your own head around what that looks like, you're going to end up standing still. So, um, if you're really, really not feeling like you can make a decision right now, at least set a deadline around like when you will make a decision, whatever it is, that's whatever it is, that's plaguing you in the moment. Okay. Sagittarius birthday babies. I want to pull from this deck. Okay. Sorry, I feel like the I feel like I felt like the tarot decks for a second were arguing about like which <laughs> which of them I was going to pull from. Does that ever happen to you guys? Where you're like this deck, no this deck. Okay, Sagittarius. I mean, I feel like you guys are feeling good because it's your season. I think that comes naturally. Whenever the sun is in your sign, there's always like a boost in confidence, a boost in energy levels. Um, you know, I feel like there's pride that comes with it. You know, just like feeling proud of yourself, and I think that's a good good place to be when the sun is in your sign. I have the knight of wands, the queen of swords, the page of swords, and the four of coins. <laughs> With that four of coins, I'm just going to say again, watch your holiday spending. Make sure that like, basically, I feel like what Sagittarius's need to be doing right now is taking note of what exactly has to be paid, when all the bills are due, and what money is coming in and then like make a, a for real strict budget about holiday shopping and stuff. Cause otherwise you're like, I guess I'll just dip into my savings or I guess I'll just use my credit card. And it's like, you don't have to do that. Um, so just like plan and budget. And if you take a little bit from your savings, at least you are expecting it. Okay. So the nine of wands, the queen of swords and the page of swords together. I definitely think this is a situation where like, you have to make sure that you're operating from a place of logic because like, you know, fire signs and especially you Sagittarius, like you can be really impulsive sometimes and you can just be like, I believe in this. I'm going to go, I'm going to push for it. And then whatever problems come up, I'm just going to figure out how to make it work. But then when the problem comes up, you're like, I'm overwhelmed and you run away from it. So this is a situation where it's like, take your time to plan whatever it is that you want to push forward, whatever you want to move forward from. I don't know if one of you gets getting married or about to get engaged or something, but like, I just keep getting downloads about weddings. If this is you, please reach out to me because I like to hear it. Um, whenever I, whenever I have like these little messages come in through spirit, one of you always reaches out to me and you're like, that was me. So whoever it is, congratulations, but also let me know, um, that it was you. So also like... <sighs> for people who aren't getting married, just in general, make sure that you are like, you know, using your time management well. I know there's a lot of like activities going to be picking up with the holiday season and with your birthday in terms of like going out, you're going to want to be seeing people, you're going to want to be socializing, but you need to be good about your time management and you need to be realistic about like, if I go out late on Friday, am I really going to want to get up and have brunch the next day? And then like, feel like I wasted my entire weekend, like, just going out and having fun, but I didn't have time to like take care of myself and take care of my home. And so like, yeah, there's going to be this temptation to like run with the fun Sagittarius season, playful party time vibes, but you're just kind of screwing yourself if you don't take care of your priorities and set aside time uh, to handle your business. Um, even though Capricorn season will like kick your ass back into shape, basically I like you know, it'd be nice if you were just ready for Capricorn season and you just got to enjoy it and it didn't do anything to you. Okay. Aquarius. Um, I think there might be more clear audience activity happening for Aquariuses. So you might just want to pay attention to, um, what that looks like for you, whether it's like ringing in the ear or like actually hearing messages. Um, it might be good to just like try to practice growing that ability, but also like shutting it off or, you know, 
cutting cords with your phone. If you're, if you feel like you're, um, thinking about your phone, you're thinking about social media, you're thinking about emails when you're not on your phone, you might have a psychic cord to your phone. So I'm just saying clear audience, three, cerebral stuff going on for Aquariuses. If you get the ringing in your ear to me, that's always just like my guides being like, Hey, why don't you just take a deep breath and chill out for a second? It's like, pay attention to your muscles, relax your body, do a little stretch and then get back to your work. So if you're getting that, it could just be like, your guides are like, Hey, calm down for a second. So I have the five of coins, the three of coins, the king of coins, and the high priestess. So a lot of money stuff going on. Your intuition is certainly going to be heightened, which is a good and a bad thing because like when I see so many coins, I feel like there's a lot going on with work. There's a lot going on with your money. There's a lot going on for you financially. And the high priestess, like with all that going on, it could be annoying because you're picking up on like you know, your coworkers weird energy throughout the day, or if you're about to buy a house or something, then you're just thinking about like the loan or whatever too much, um, or picking up on like your partner's anxiety. If you're making a big purchase together, wherever money is moving around you right now, whether it's yours or someone you're close to, it's almost like intuitively you're going to be tapping into it. Um, good time to make investments. So if you have any free, you know, if you've got any money lying around, you're not sure what to do with, I would make some investments. Um, collaboration is going to be really important. And I think with the holiday seasons coming up, this is sort of like, you know, make sure that you're not the one who's doing all of the cooking at Thanksgiving, like have your sister or your brother bring something, have people help you clean up afterwards, whatever this looks like, you need to be doling out some responsibilities. So you're not taking them all on yourself. Um, with the high priestess, it's really important that you're practicing psychic self-defense. It's really important that you're tapping into the universe. I, I'm getting a little bit of like a third eye headache is what I call it when I feel like you know, the pressure can vary from light to almost like a migraine, but, um, pay attention to like, if you're getting pressure in the middle of your forehead or at the top of your head, because it could just be the universe is like, Hey, you are psychically overstimulated right now. You need to take some time, like, and mentally and probably pushing yourself. And it's just time to like, take, take a break, take some deep breaths, take a bath, turn off your phone for a couple of hours. So like, you might just have to check yourself uh, here and there to make sure you're practicing self-care, um, throughout Sagittarius season. And I also think that like working with incense and aura sprays and candles will just kind of like help you maintain that balance. So it doesn't creep up on you and crash down. And then you're like, fuck, I'm exhausted and my head hurts. All right. Pisces. So I have temperance, the eight of coins, the five of wands and the world. With temperance, this is just sort of like, just go slowly, let things move slowly, uh, watch your consumption, whether it's alcohol or food or exercise or television, like whatever it is that you are indulging in, just watch how much of it you're indulging in. The eight of coins, there's just a lot of work right now. And it could definitely with like the temperance and the eight of coins, this could be a situation where like you're working all day, working all day. And by the time you're done working, you just kind of want to like zone out. And I think that's fine, but you can't do that. Like every single night, you have to break up the evenings with like something creative. I would say with the five of wands, I would say like something creative. I feel like this is totally emulating a reading that I did earlier in the day, but that person was a Sagittarius, but it's like a very similar message where it's just like, don't just turn off every day after work. Figure out, you know, how you are, like how you're making an outlet for yourself on a creative and a passion-based level. Um, the world with your crowning card, there's a cycle that's happening with how you're spending your free time. And it's time to break it. It's time to let in some room for new experiences, new connections, new art forms, whatever that looks like for you. But like you've got to you've got to break a cycle and you have to enrich yourself on a creative and passionate level. And that is the Sagittarius season episode. I can't believe I got done in less than 50 minutes, but I kind of like maybe it's because I drank coffee right before it. Maybe I'm talking really fast. And I'm not even realizing it. Uh, please, if you have not done so yet, leave me a nice review on iTunes. It helps me grow my audience. 
I definitely, so like, I know that I'm going to be still doing interviews. I have a few lined up with people in LA that I want to record before I leave, but I don't know when I'm going to release them. So you probably will not hear from me again until Capricorn season. Um, and then I will have a better idea of what my content is going to look like in, uh, 2022. I will start posting. I'm doing the daily horoscopes for astrology.com beginning on December 13th. And I've also got some monthly stuff going on with them. So keep your eyes on my Instagram page. This is where I'm going to promote like the new work that I've been, you know, starting to pick up. And, uh, you can go to rainbowglitterstar.com if you wanted to, um, do any holiday shopping for people. I'm going to have to be closing down my shop on December 6th, just because of the move. I don't, you know, I don't feel comfortable taking on shipments when I have so much going on. So if you do want to get anything from rainbowglitterstore.com, I have my house cleansing kits, uh, witches jars for prosperity, health and wellness, love, all that good stuff, a car protection kit. So I, you know, go ahead and check it out. Uh, gift certificates. I offer gift certificates. If you mention this episode, my rate, my hourly rate is $120 for a psychic reading and 150 for an astrology reading. But if you mention this episode and you have to mention the episode or I won't think to give you the discount, but I will do gift certificates only. I'll do gift certificates for $100 for a psychic reading and I will do astrology readings for 130. I guess it doesn't have to be gift certificates only, but if you want to like take advantage of this special. I'm telling you right now, I'm really not booking psychic readings again or astrology readings until maybe late December, but it might not be until mid-January just because there's too much work. Um, I don't want to overwhelm myself. I'm already overwhelmed. Um, that's, so that's why I'm kind of like offering the certificates. But yeah, gift certificates are a great gift. Uh, I love meeting your friends and family and reading for them. You can find me online at rainbowglitterstar.com, on Instagram at rainbowglitterstar, and for the podcast at the Glittercast. I don't think I missed any signs, but if for some reason I did, you can just go ahead and reach out. I hope you guys are all having an amazing, wonderful rest of your day. I hope you had an amazing eclipse. Tell me your eclipse stories. Tell me how shit changed for you. All right. Have a good rest of your week. I love you. Bye. Bye.